Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Some major events are taking place right now, and you all are tuning in because you want to know what this means in end-time prophecy. Many get this wrong along with details of the events on which they report. This channel's strength lies not only in the geopolitical analysis, but also in telling you how these developments relate to the prophecy forecasts, which my books detail. There have been several developments in the news. In my book on the Ezekiel 38-39 war, I list the participants, which include Azerbaijan and Armenia, which happen to be two arch enemies. This was until this week when Vladimir Putin met with both sides in a rare meeting and they eased tensions after agreeing on a number of issues. This week's show is going to be dealing with Russia because our king of the north is making moves that are causing a tectonic shift in the geopolitical order. Russia came out Russia came out this week and stated that both India and China are Russia's specially privileged strategic partners. He also accused the West of trying to drive a wedge between Moscow and Beijing. The very next day, the Jerusalem Post reported that China and Russia could be the next big alliance. Analyst Seth J. Fransman stated, an agreement for closer military ties between China and Russia could have major ramifications for the rest of this century. He stated that Russia, China, and Iran are looking to build a multipolar world balancing U.S. hegemony. I've been saying on this channel for many years now that we are in a multipolar world or age of empires, which Vladimir Putin understands, as does the European Union. Moreover, the Bible predicts it in the book of Daniel, a final world empire along with other players that we see lining up that have been discussed on this channel. This is a very strong move on the part of Russia, and it literally divides our multipolar world into fewer parts. We see the U.S. and E.U. moving towards each other and making their own alliances to act as a bulwark to China. Also, Biden is attempting to also strengthen relations with China. We also now have Russian troops around Ukraine. This is a conflict of this multipolar world, a clash of empires. The first move by Russia against Ukraine with the invasion of Crimea in 2014 came after the United States was interfering in Ukrainian elections, supporting the opposition, and seeking to install it as a puppet government. But it was when an association agreement was in the works with the European Union and the EU flag was waving in Kiev during a Euromaidan rally that Russia invaded Crimea the very next day. Meanwhile, there is conflict in the Donbas region. Ukraine signed an association agreement, has voiced its desire to join NATO, and is a partner of the alliance. Moreover, its relations with the EU have continued with its expressing hopes for membership of the European Union. 
it plans to apply in 2024 and join in the 2030s. Ukraine has called on NATO to prepare sanctions against Russia to deter it from an attack. Ukraine has 40 million citizens. It has the second largest army in Europe and is rich in agricultural goods. Although there are issues with its economy and government that keep it from becoming a member of the European Union in the immediate future, it is working towards that aim. The European Union empire already encompasses a large mass in Europe. This also includes the Eastern Bloc nations, which when they joined NATO and the European Union, Russia did not react as strongly as with Ukraine, a country which borders Russia and has its roots in Russia. This is very much a conflict of this multipolar world in this age of empires, while the European Union empire is growing stronger. The book of Daniel describes it as exceedingly dreadful and terrible. Daniel 7-7 records, After this I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, exceedingly strong. It had huge iron teeth. It was devouring, breaking in pieces, and trampling the residue with its feet. Finally, as the Jerusalem Post analyst stated, this is the end of George Bush's new world order. This is an age of empires, but when the EU takes the spot as the leading empire, especially under the Antichrist, it will have the power to write the rules for the world through global institutions, and it has already begun this process. Moreover, it is creating laws that are changing rules and policy that they decide, such as with their Digital Markets Act. Confirming my own observations, Anu Bradford of Columbia Law School wrote a book called The Brussels Effect, How the European Union Rules the World. On another topic, there seems to be a string of evangelical prophecy teachers or preachers and those who come out against the COVID-19 vaccine as dying from COVID-19. Erwin Baxter of End Time Ministries, Jimmy DeYoung of Prophecy Today, a 34-year-old Hillsong member who spoke out against the vaccine, and now Marcus Lamb, founder of Daystar, died of COVID after speaking against the vaccine mandates and telling people not to get vaccinated and to pray. There is a message in this. Jesus predicted in Luke 21:11, there will be mighty and violent earthquakes and in various places, famines and pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. COVID-19 is clearly an end time pestilence or plague. These are signs. Jesus told us these will occur. If you are caught in one of the apocalyptic floods, tornadoes, or any other storm, do you not run for shelter? I was happy to get the vaccine when it first was available to me. Jesus tells us to be obedient to those in authority, and he gave us physicians. COVID is an end-time plague, and I recognize it as such. And while I claim the promises in Psalm 91, 
I am also in obedience to Christ to be subject to those in authority when it does not violate the laws of God. If you are not vaccinated, stop listening to the foolish fables and teachings and listen to those in authority on this matter who are going on the advice of doctors and specialists. This plague is real and it's having babies, so to speak. My son would not be vaccinated and he also did not believe in getting even the test. Now he has COVID-19. Finally, an announcement. Very soon, I will be offering additional shows, which are going to begin with a series of interviews with who I will call the Jewish Don of New York City. From the interviews, he will act as a co-host. The Jewish community in New York City are the largest Jewish community in the world outside of Israel. It is the world headquarters to branches of Hasidism and other Haredi branches of Judaism. Several leading Jewish organizations have their headquarters in New York City. The man I call the Jewish Don of New York City is involved in this community and he is going to be a great addition to this show. These episodes will be in addition to my prophecy updates. For more on end time prophecy, check out my website and books. And most of all, if you don't know Jesus as your personal savior, the Bible says to believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Till next time, God bless. Thank you for listening today. Tune into Prophecy Talk next week with author and prophecy expert Erica Gray. In the meantime, be sure to visit Erica Gray's website at www.ericagray.com. 